सो वी आर डूइंग श्रीमद भगवतम कैंटो इलेवन पार्ट टू दिस इज चैप्टर एटीन एंड दिस इज डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ द वर्णाश्रम धर्म वी हैड कंप्लीटेड टिल वर्स ट्वेंटी सेवन आई थिंक येस आई थिंक सो वी विल डू फ्रॉम वर्स ट्वेंटी एट ऑनवर्ड्स दिस इज डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ वर्णाश्रम धर्म कैंटो इलेवन पार्ट टू चैप्टर एटीन वर्स ट्वेंटी एट दिस पर्टिक्युलर चैप्टर इज अबाउट द वेरियस काइंड ऑफ वर्ण देर आर टू काइंड ऑफ वर्ण विच वी आर डिस्कसिंग मोवर हेयर वन इज बेसिकली कनेक्टेड टू वॉट हैपन्स आफ्टर यू टेक रिटायरमेंट दैट मीन्स यू गो समेयर कॉल वन प्रस्थाश्रम एंड देन द लास्ट वन विच इज संन्यासाश्रम again connected to what connected to different kinds of stages for the people now we were talking about the four kinds of people that are there in this world which is called the brahmins the uh, you know vaishnavas and vaishyas and you know so on and so forth kshatriyas and shudras now it is not the same that we have discussed it is not the classical explanation of this is they are not the type of people that we think they are basically somebody wearing a janevo doesn't mean that he is a brahmin a brahmin is a knower of brahma i am correcting this every now and then so that it drills into your head we are not discussing about the classical the one which is accepted in this world that kind of a thing we are talking about people who are pure devotees of the lord we are talking about pure people who are connected with the lord by knowing the scriptures perfectly and they are the knowers of truth that is called the brahmins likewise you know kshatriyas are the ruling type that is maybe a ceo of a company maybe the politician whoever rules this world hmm? the third one is the vaishya and the fourth one is the shudra shudra is all the working class people in the world no scheduled caste scheduled tribe over here no a scheduled caste scheduled tribe may be a minister okay in the classical sense he may be a minister in in the big government he could be anybody doesn't mean that he is scheduled caste no he is already transcended to the class of the ruling one which is kshatriya so this is a today's explanation so let us not dwell on that a learned transcendentalist dedicated to the cultivation of knowledge and thus detached from external objects or my devotee who is detached even from desire for liberation both neglect those duties based on external rituals or paraphernalia thus their conduct is beyond their range of rules and regulation now again i'll read it slowly so that you understand it better a learned transcendentalist means a true devotee of the lord who is dedicated to the cultivation of knowledge who is very much focused in knowledge and thus detached from external objects a person should not be attached to external objects external objects are what woman gold this that houses cars you name it everything that is external in this world he is running after money or those kind of things so if he if somebody is there who is into that kind of a process where they run after things and now they are not a part of this group whereas this person whom we are talking about who is a devotee of the lord is totally given up this kind of things he doesn't understand what he is wearing is suitable for an occasion or not that means oh whether he is wearing a coat and a tie 
occasion demands like that so he is not wearing it. so here now let us look at it from this point of view so what is he doing he is focused only on one thing that is devotion to the lord that's it or my devotee who is detached even from the desire for liberation now there are lots of people in this world who have understood that spirituality is about liberation okay now who is the person who has understood those who come to me in the first place they come to me and they understand that they go to temples churches this place that place go and read fantastic books you know spiritual books like you know uh, they can be reading all kinds of texts like vedas shastras bible you name it any kind of book that they are reading or following a particular path is not going to give them liberation they can go and do whatever they want to it is not going to give them liberation they understand that the only thing in the world in this in this world that we need to do is to get realized self realization is that understood so a person who has an idea about self realization we are talking about this person so now what is krishna saying over here even this person who is interested in self realization has to give up this cause i am interested in self realization he has to give up this what is he supposed to do he is supposed to say i give up i am not interested in liberation so two kinds of devotees we have discussed first one is a person who is devoted to god who is interested in knowledge number one number two is a person who is interested in liberation these people are supposed to give up what are they supposed to do both neglect duties both of them they neglect the duties based on rituals and paraphernalia means what what are they neglecting you know in in sanatan dharma there is something which is called a sandhya a prayer that we do hmm? or they go to temples or they do you know like yesterday day before yesterday there was the full moon day and then so many things that a person does you follow ekadashi you follow rituals you go to temple offer prayers all these things everything including wearing fantastic clothes you know all those dhoti and all that orange color clothes god knows whatever the hell that we they want to do all these thing everything they neglect still they are not tainted by it no karma will come to them thus their conduct is beyond the range of rules and regulation they perform conduct which is beyond the rules and regulations means when you have a devotee of the lord who is only devoted to krishna only devoted to krishna and no other thing might be when he joined he was basically looking for knowledge or when he joined he was looking for realization two things correct one who was looking for knowledge and one who was looking for realization both these kind of people they have given up all kinds of rules regulations rituals things like that so these people they are still my devotees and they will reach me although 
most wise the paramahansa should enjoy life like a child oblivious to honor and dishonor although most expert he should behave like a stunted incompetent person although most learned he should speak like an insane person and although a scholar learned in vedic regulation he should behave in an unrestricted manner uh, this is a very beautiful line how do you recognize a paramahansa a paramahansa is a liberated soul is a liberated soul now how is he he behaves like a kid you will find him always you know yeah oh you know those kind of tantrums he will throw he will throw you know he will behave more like a kid i want this i want this you know you know how kids behave yet he is a liberated person remember this he is allowed to do this kind of thing what is the things that the paramahansa is allowed to do one is he is like a child oblivious to honor and dishonor you know a child you know you have to understand when a child is there a child is told you know in america and various other places in the world there are people in the trains and various places they are being insulted they are called different kinds of words and names and they put it up on facebook and instagram and this and that and they make a big hullabaloo out of it you know the child is always subjected to this somebody is pulling his hair somebody is beating him somebody is saying something to him they call his father mother some names you know the other children call them names you have heard about this ha huh? so this person is called names he is beaten up he is cajoled he is done everything to is done to him and yet this child is to cares to hoots about it his life is like he doesn't care about honor nor dishonor means what let us take a paramahansa in the paramahansa if a paramahansa is teaching there are students who will be very guruji we honor and adore you and they will give some phool patta this that and say hum aapki baat manenge so there are people who honor him then there are other kind of people who dishonor him how do they dishonor they will sit in the class and they will talk they will sit in the class they will back answer they will sit in the class and they will call him names they will say whatever that comes to their mind that is called dishonor just imagine somebody is sitting in the class of ramkrishna paramahansa and he is looking at ramkrishna paramahansa and say what kind of a guru are you your wife is staying in the neighboring building she is always over here she is sitting on your head and you call yourself a paramahansa you know what ramkrishna does does because such kind of wicked people are there in this world they do not understand what a paramahansa is like so the paramahansa goes to kalima and says to her ma why are these people behaving like this can you not do something can they not do this but these people are always dishonoring him so a paramahansa is not supposed to say anything because people will honor him on one side and on the other side they will put a knife in his back
both kind of people are there in Paramahansa's world. So, oblivious. He should be oblivious. So, there are people who is going to call you names. If a Paramahansa is there, Krishna is telling that a Paramahansa will be called names, he will be honored or he will be dishonored. He has to behave like a child, he can be honored or dishonored. Third, although most expert, he should behave like a stunted, incompetent person. Though this person is the highest of the knowledgeable person, but if you ask this person, do you know about this? And the answer he will give you is, I don't know. Why? Because he will behave like a person who has got stunted growth. A person who is incompetent person. He will behave like an incompetent person. A Paramahansa always behaves like an incompetent person. Please know this. Although most learned, he will speak like an insane person. Though he is the most learned person, yet he will behave like a mad person. He will talk whatever that comes to his mind. Do you know Sai Baba, who was such a learned person, would give galis to all the people who came in front of him? And what kind of galis he used to give? Ma, Bhen, Ye, Wo. You understand, you know, Mumbai style? How they call it? And his language was atrocious. And he would say whatever that came to his mind. Why? Because Sai Baba was a Paramahansa. He could speak whatever that could be said. He would run after people with a very big stick. Now think, when you look at Sai Baba running with a big stick in his hand and calling him Imagine that. <laughs> so this is what a Paramahansa does. By the way, all that I am talking about is nothing but acting. He is the greatest actor in the world. You know why? Because he is lost in his self. He is not bothered about the world. He is lost in himself. He should speak like an insane person. And although a learned scholar in Vedic regulation, he will behave in an unrestricted manner. Means what? Vedic injunctions are there. You cannot eat like this before doing your prayers. You will find him going into the kitchen and putting his hand in some things and eating. You are not supposed to eat mutton and chicken and all that kind of things. You will find him going to say maybe you know all the fancy restaurants of this world and he will say Hey! Chicken biryani lekya. Can you imagine that? You know imagine in the Vedic injunctions he is not supposed to do any of those things. And yet he does all that kind of nonsense. And at that time you really wonder, is he a Paramahansa or is he some mad fellow? Is he a child or is he like this? And he behaves completely like a lunatic. Krishna says, a Paramahansa does exactly like this. So the Paramahansa is like Sai Baba of Shirdi. Or a Ramakrishna Paramahansa will behave exactly like this. There are no injunctions in this world that can stop them. They will behave like a child, sometimes like a ghoul, sometimes they will run after you, sometimes they will give you galis, the worst kind of galis in the world. 
Sometimes they will behave like an absolutely nobody. Sometimes they will say, I don't know. Sometimes you ask them some questions and they will say, Ah, what are you talking about? I don't have any clue about it. If you tell them that, Oh, you know this knowledge. And he will say, What knowledge? I don't have any knowledge. I am not a learned person at all. But this is how a Paramahansa is. He behaves exactly like this. A devotee should never engage in the fruitive rituals mentioned in the Karmakand section of the Vedas. Nor should he become atheistic, acting or speaking in opposition to Vedic injunctions. Similarly, he should never speak like a mere logician or skeptic or take any sides whosoever, whatsoever in a useless argument. Now we have come from Paramahansa, we have come to a person who calls himself a devotee. You know, in my class, there are lots of people who are devotees. Some are called disciples, some are called devotees. Devotees are the dearest to the Lord. In their world, they are one-on-one with the Lord. Direct contact. Okay. Disciples, once in a while they will join. They will listen to the satsang and they will think that, you know, chalo, next time ka satsang me shayad join karenge. Casual kind of people who do not interact with the, di- with the divine. So, those who interact with the divine, those who interact are called devotees. They have a one-on-one and their one-on-one is so personal that even if they have to go to the toilet, they will say, you know, I am going to the toilet. It doesn't matter to them. You understand? They are so casual in their approach. Because they consider that particular person as dearest to them. A disciple is slightly far away. Then there are various other kinds. So to be a devotee is the highest. So now we are talking about a devotee. How he should live in this world? A devotee. A devotee should never engage in fruitive rituals mentioned in the Karmakanda. What does this mean? Going to temples, doing all kinds of nonsensical pujas. You understand what I am saying? Oh, going and saying, Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. Go to visit some holy places. Oh, Tirtha Lena, Ye Lena, Oh, Karna, Bhagwan Ga Prasad, Falana, Dikna. You understand what I am saying? Then that this particular devotee is saying, You know, No, no, Aaj hai na Shravan Bhadrupad hai. Aaj aisa hai. Kal Karthik Purnima hai. Falana, Dikna. What Karthik Purnima? What is this are you talking about? I, no, 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 no. Today I have... If Birto tells me, you know, I have got a Lent season that I am not supposed to eat something, I look at him and I say, what are you talking about? Sir, Lent or no Lent, who cares? So do you understand? This is what it means. It means it doesn't matter. These devotees are not supposed to be bothered about this kind of Vedic injunctions. That means the rule book, they should not sit to the rule book. Oh, in the rule book it says that, you know, today is Ekadashi and I should be only eating grains. Oh, by the way, there is one person who keeps on writing to me every now and then. And he will write to me and say, you know, today is Ekadashi, today you are supposed to eat only, you know, uncooked rice. And oh my God, uncooked rice. Madla mai jake sirf hai na dana khati betu. Here, I have not become a bird to become that, okay? Oh, today you are supposed to eat only greens. Aaj khali fruit khao. Fruit khao. I mean, kya parrot hai kya fruit khane ke liye? Just think about it. Na? He's telling me, I should eat only fruits. Sir, fruits. I eat fruit like a human being. Not like a parrot. Parrot will sit on that, you know, you know all those 
Chikko, Peru and all that and he is going to chik 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 he will eat that. So this is what are called injunctions. No injunctions for this kind of a person. Then, should not, nor should he become atheistic acting or speaking in opposition to Vedic injunctions. Now, just now I said some words, you know. What did I say? Not bother about Vedic injunctions. Guruji ne bola hai Vedic injunctions follow nahi karne ka. That Vedas are useless. Vedas are stupid. That God in the temple is useless. I should not go to church. Sir, I have not said that. You are not allowed to say ulta sulta about Vedas or Shastras or <laughs> Please go to church, does not matter. You understand? It means you are not supposed to deride the holy books. Do not deride the holy books. A Paramahansa can take a book and throw it out of the window also does not matter. Nothing is going to happen to him. But if you were to try that, you are doing the biggest mistake of your life. You are not allowed as a devotee or a disciple. You are not allowed to do this. The injunctions are not to be followed. Doesn't mean you go and do ulta. You take a holy book and throw it out of the window. You are not allowed that. So, you cannot become atheistic. No. My Guruji has said, I should now stop following all gods. So, from tomorrow, I will become an atheist. I have not said that. This kind of ulta kind of a thing a person does, no? Hmm? If a person is told, don't drink. Oh, my Guruji has said not to drink. Maybe I will eat then. I will take drugs. But where did I say that you are supposed to take drugs? No, no, you said don't drink, no. So I can take drugs, no. Guruji has not said take drugs. You understand? This is the kind of interpretation people do in their minds. If I say don't do this, does it mean that you are supposed to do the other thing? Suppose I tell you one injunction. Injunction is there. What is the injunction? Dekho. Do not take a name of a villain person. Okay? Ravan ka naam mat lena. Hmm? Kams ka naam mat lena. I have said these words. Oh, you mean to say, I am not going to take their name. Okay, okay, I won't take their name. But you know that king of Lanka, he was a very bad fellow. What? He was a king of Lanka, no? His brother was Kumbhakarna and his brother was Vibhishan. You remember that fellow? So I will ask them, I told you not to. Where am I taking the name? I am just saying king of Lanka, see? This is called semantics. This is the way how people go around in sir. Chakli, chakli bolte hai na chakli. Chakli ka matlab samajhte ho? The, I, the thing which you are told, you go and interpret it in the wrong way. The interpretation is straightforward. Interpretation has to be done straightforward. Do not allow your mind to come in the middle. Okay? If I tell you, do not catch a running bus. Okay? Do not catch a running train. Mumbai wala jo rahega na, usko malum hai sab. If you go in the aircraft now, don't put your hands out and, and try to touch the clouds. Does anybody touch the clouds in the sky? 
No, but Guruji, you said not to open. But I can definitely open the window, no? You see, misinterpretation, doing wrong kind of thing is what the mind teaches you. Do not get into this, okay? Is the video on? Very good. But here, because everything got frozen over here, that is why. Okay? So, acting or speaking in opposition to Vedic injunctions. Do not speak ulta against the scriptures. No. Don't go to the temple and tell the God, Hey God, I am not going to come to you from tomorrow, okay? You are not my God. Don't say these words. Okay? Similarly, you should never speak like a mere logician or skeptic or take any sides which whosoever is in useless arguments. First and foremost, he is not supposed to do useless arguments. If your guru is saying something, let us say the guru is saying something, and this person starts an argument. You told me in this way that, you know, suppose I am saying, you know, just, just imagine, I am giving one example. You know, if the war would have not happened, we would not have seen, you know, fantastic planes, rockets, this, that. I say, we say all these words. Alright? Rockets, bombs, nuclear weapons, this, that. We, we could not have seen. And the logician says, Guruji is saying that the war was very good. Guruji says, the war was very good and Hitler was a good person. When have I said this? No, no, you only said, no, that good things have happened because of the war. We have got nice planes, we have got computers, we have got these, we have got that. Why? Guruji, you only said. So that means what? Logic, logic will tell that person. This idiot logic is what he tells. You said that, okay, because of this, that means the war was very good. Hitler was a nice person and the Nazis were very good. This is what you are telling me. This is called logic in that idiotic world. He is not supposed to do. Have you all understood? Not supposed to do this. Don't use logic and don't use arguments which are stupid in nature. No useless arguments to be done. Is it important that these verses have to come to at this point in time? Do you think it is important that these verses have to come in your life just now? It is important because you have a lot of arguments in your life. A saintly person should not never let other frighten or disturb him and similarly should never frighten or disturb other people. He should tolerate the insults of others and should never himself belittle anyone. He should never create hostility with anyone for the sake of material body for he would thus be no better than an animal. Do you want me to read this one word at a time? Listen to these words very carefully. A devotee, a saintly person, should never let others frighten or disturb him. You know, in our life, we have a lot of people who frighten us. You know how they frighten you? You have your bosses who will say, if you don't do this, you will lose your job. Isn't that what a boss can say? You will find your colleagues will say, Tumne na ye submit nahi kiya hai. You have not submitted this and because you have not submitted this, you will be sacked. 
you know how many 400 people have been sacked in the company and you will be the 401st person so people will come and frighten you a saintly person or a devotee should not get carried away by this or somebody comes and says to you tomorrow your business is going to go down the drain why you see gst is coming into gst is coming your your business is going down or there is no money in this world people do not have money you know you have heard these words also there nobody has money those who are working in a company will understand that they are basically looking for job security and so on and so forth but there is some idiot over there who will come and who will provoke you and say you know what that uh, and they will disturb you so krishna is saying first do not get frightened and do not get disturbed second do not disturb these people what do you say please do not disturb these other people from your side if you are a devotee of mine it is your job not to disturb the other people okay so you should never frighten or disturb other people this is second line third line are people there because i can't see anybody only chitti babu you are on is the is the video on or is the connectivity so bad that i can't see anybody okay thank you very much i heard brito saying yes okay he should tolerate the insults of other and should never himself be little anyone this is a very very important one do you know krishna is saying these words again i am emphasizing krishna is saying krishna is saying krishna is saying the lord is saying there are other people in this world who will say bad things to you what am i saying there are other people in this world who will say bad things to you but you should not on your own say anything to them do you understand people in this world do not they are very uncouth they will say whatever that they want but you are not allowed to say anything bad if you are the devotee of the lord you are not allowed to say anything bad to anyone he should tolerate the insult what is the meaning of the word tolerate tolerate means you should be able to handle it the insults of other and never be little himself or be little anyone he should never create hostility with anyone for the sake of the material body for he would thus be no better than an animal a person who creates hostility in the mind of other person especially my devotee krishna says these words especially my devotee if you are creating hostility in the mind of other person i don't know whether you people can understand what these words mean your actions should not make the other person hostile do you get the point i know i cannot see anybody so whether they are nodding their heads or whether they are saying i yes i don't know but i can but please understand these words very very carefully even if some other person says something to you you are not supposed to say anything bad to that person number one this point drill it into your head secondly 
if somebody is hostile towards you you cannot be hostile towards that person you want to be the devotee of the lord you cannot be hostile towards other person you know those people might be the worst characters from isis also you know isis syria everything okay they might be raping a thousand women they might be killing children they might be doing all kinds of things they might be posting bombs if even if they are bad we are not supposed to be bad to them we are supposed to be okay with them not supposed to be bothered about them <coughs> you should never create hostility in another person's mind your behavior should not be such that the other person becomes hostile did you get this point you should never say or do anything which will make that other person hostile towards you it's the other way around you becoming hostile is to not allowed they becoming hostile also is not allowed who is at fault if they become hostile you the devotee will get into trouble for he would thus be no better than an animal so this is what krishna is saying you will get into trouble why because you will be as good as any animal in the world these are very very good lessons people have to follow them understand one thing spirituality is about being your good self be your good self anybody can do anything in the world i am telling everybody over here and those who have joined in incognito and those who have joined in otherwise also anybody can do anything in this world bad or whatever if you are joining my satsang please understand you are not supposed to do anything bad to anybody you are not supposed to go and provoke any person you are not supposed to get angry with any person you are not supposed to you know go and say whatever you feel like no arguments nothing 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 we are supposed to become tolerant we are supposed to become nice we are supposed to be our good self why the answer is in the next line i will do the next line the one supreme lord is situated within all material bodies and within every one soul just as the moon is reflected in innumerable reservoirs of water the supreme lord although one is present within everyone thus every material body is ultimately composed of the energy of one supreme lord this is the answer why you should not be bad to that bad person also according to you that other person is bad isn't it you are to always good fantastic you are you have not done anything wrong because you are the greatest devotee of the world okay i go to church i go to temple i follow my guru's agya i do this i i i i i i i and that i i is so strong you know that you always believe that you are the greatest thing on planet earth i am a very good follower of whatever you are saying so why is this lesson coming to you then the lesson should not be coming to you but the lesson is coming so that you understand the truth and what is the truth the truth is simply this every person every being in this world has the lord in him now let us say you are calling somebody names you are calling somebody some bad stuff do you know what you are doing you are calling the lord directly those names think about it if you call 
somebody by some name if you call them the greatest villain on earth if you call them that they are the worst character they are horrible people they do this to me they do that to me they are they should go in the gutters they should do this they should be you know there is fantastic rain over here bhig jane chahiye barish mein unka sab doob jana chahiye you are not allowed to say all those things you are indirectly saying those words to the lord in them you think god is not living in them just imagine krishna is himself saying i stay in every human being in this world and the next time you open your mouth and curse somebody you are actually cursing krishna only so what kind of a devotee are you you know what you are cursing krishna krishna kide pade tere ko kide pade matlab you know in in bombay ka language mein usko bolte hain you know you should have worms in your body you should have worms in your oh my god aise bolte hain hum log kisi ki zindagi kharab karna kisi ko hak hai is anybody allowed to curse anybody no is anybody allowed to say anything bad to any person no because if you say bad to that person remember you are saying bad to krishna himself because krishna is in their body as well krishna is in their body as well so do not say anything bad to any person and this is a lesson for everybody over here not one person alone so just as the moon is reflected in in innumerable reservoirs of water the supreme lord is present in everyone so the lord is present in everybody so don't curse people don't say anything bad about anyone you are not supposed to argue you are not supp- even if they say whatever they want to you are not supposed to argue and if this lesson is not embedded in your mind then you are not a devotee neither are you a disciple you are just sitting here for time pass okay so don't do that thus every material body is ultimately composed of the energy of the one supreme lord this is a line which says you have to be bothered about every person in this world you know first thing every human being is bothered about himself he is bothered about his food he is bothered about his clothes he is bothered about his life he is bothered about where he is working he is bothered about his salary he is bothered about his family he is bothered about everything i have a lot of people who will say na i am not bothered about my family but they are the first person to be bothered about their family okay if something happens to their family they are bothered about it 100% but they will have the cheek to tell me i am not bothered yes you are bothered second anything may happen to anybody you have no right to say anything bad to anybody why does a person have to speak ill about others you're not supposed to so here i have a lot of people who are supposed to follow these injunctions which are written in this holy books very very specifically and nobody is exempt from this if you want exemptions don't join the satsang exemptions you understand na i want to be exempted okay 
you know you get that letter from your uh, parents and uh, give it to the principal my son should be excused from class because you know my daughter should be excused from class because he was sick with fever sick with fever hello so exemptions are not there everybody has to follow this rule so don't don't say that i cannot follow this rule if at time one does not obtain proper food i was telling you about i me myself so i am coming to it if at time one does not obtain proper food one should not be depressed and when one obtains sumptuous food one should not rejoice being fixed in determination one should understand both situation to be under the control of god i'm going to give one example suppose your boss says something bad to you now you have been hearing my satsang your boss is saying something bad your bank manager has said something bad your friend has said something bad your relative has said something bad and you say you know guruji you know i did a very good thing you know, what what did you do i did not get disturbed when that person was shouting at me when the person was saying something bad i did not get disturbed see i have learned equanimity of the mind you have learned equanimity of the mind so guruji is very happy well, very good you have learned the system of equanimity of mind and the next day what happens that person is going by a taxi and the taxi driver says sir you have such a nice disposition tum kitne acche ho kitne acche ho and some idiot somewhere comes and praises this person and the person comes back to me and says you know guruji today i met a person and this person praised me and he said such nice things i think i have changed i think i have become very tolerant i think you know what you are the greatest egotist in the world because you got carried away by praises if you get carried away by praises then there is nothing great about it okay now let us take one example of an actress kalpana rao is is doing some shoots and all that now the director says ye aurat ko acting bhi nahi aata hat kya hai yaar so she says guruji i have learned how to be economity have economity of mind you know what i did not get disturbed when my director said that i am you know everything is you know i am a bad person i did not get disturbed so guruji will say very good and the next shoot that she goes the director says wow madam what an excellent shot bahut acha kaam kiya aapke jaisa actress is duniya mein koi nahi hai you are greater than all the madhuri dikshits of this world all the you know all that person who died mm. okay all the nirupa roys of this world or whatever the hell it might be vaida rehmans of this world you are the greatest actress and if she comes and tells me you know what today these people were talking so nicely i feel so nice in this world so at that point in time i'm just taking an example at that point in time i am going to point out to her and say that is your ego talking you are disturbed because some idiot has praised you no you cannot say those words 
equanimity of mind means not getting disturbed when somebody says something bad or somebody says something good somebody saying something bad you get depressed and feel bad about yourself somebody says something good you feel mighty pleased with yourself is that not called disturbance it is called disturbance you are not allowed to get disturbed so this line is talking of that so if you think you have the equanimity of mind don't come and tell me how good you feel if you feel good it's still your ego if you feel bad it is still your ego and if i reprimand you and you feel bad about it it is still your ego and if i say to you you are you are really doing well that is also your ego understand this if at one time one does not obtain proper food one should not be depressed you know i have been told many a times you know i talk badly to you because i have not eaten food what do you mean by that you cannot come and insult me in my satsang and say anything bad or say anything bad to me otherwise also because you have not eaten food you are a devotee of the lord even if you don't eat food for the next 10 days also it's not a problem what are you talking about you should not get depressed you got what i am saying you have to show your bloody humility and there is no humility you'll come and tell me i have not eaten food that is why i have got you know hajma in my body i have got acidity and that is why i am speaking badly with you then you are not a devotee neither are you a disciple you are some aira gaira natu khaira maybe you are doing a publicity for these kind of medicines you know what is this called gaviscon so gaviscon ki add kar rahe ho tum hmm gaviscon nahi samajhta hai to digin samajhta hai okay or if you don't understand digin so what is this what is the meaning of these words you are supposed to be bothered about the goodness in this world and you are telling me mere ko khane ko nahi mila iske liye main tumhare sath aisa hai oh my god what kind of a devotee are you there kabir can stay without food for many days and here you are talking you know thus bitto can tell you there are so many people in this world who are homeless they don't have any food to eat and they are the ones who will always smile at you and here you have not eaten food for 2 hours 3 hours 4 hours or 5 hours you are telling me i am saying these kind of words because i have got acidity in my stomach boss you are the greatest actor in the world for digestion nahi to eno fruit salt ke liye jao you are the biggest fart in the world that's it i i don't know whether you all understood the joke it was a joke so and when one obtains sumptuous food one should not rejoice don't rejoice when kitna khana hai in yesterday's day i was offered meal in two houses in two houses i was offered meals one an entire meal was given to me and i was very happy having that meal 
in another house i was given the choicest of the murkus and i was very happy with my murkus you may not understand what i am saying but please understand one thing if you offer me even water even that leaf i will accept it from you these are krishna's words by the way i'm just saying telling them to you and just now you heard that ting ting i'm sure you people heard it there is one devotee who has gone and painted a 30 foot wall only in devotion and that was the message that i got just now don't you think i will be the happiest in the world somebody is painting an entire wall got painters involved in it and painted the whole wall how nice does it sound it sounds so beautiful what does it mean are they not offering something to the lord offering is very very important it is called seva to do seva is the greatest thing in the world you understand what i mean service unto the lord when you go and give food to the poor you are doing service to the lord when you go and talk nicely to people you are doing service to the lord when you help people in need you are doing service to the lord do you get the point but the moment you open your mouth and say something bad to a person you are doing disservice to the lord because remember lord is in that person the moment you start fighting with your guru you should know you are doing disservice to the lord because the guru is embodiment of satchidananda so don't you say those kind of things you are doing disservice to god being fixed in determination what should understand both situations and be under the control of god krishna says these words very very important words if required one should endeavor to get sufficient food stuff because it is always necessary and proper it to maintain one's health when the senses mind and life air are fit one can contemplate spiritual truth and by understanding that truth one is liberated see if you if you believe that you cannot live without food krishna is not saying that you should not eat food again like i told you like a like an idiotic logician don't go and say krishna ne bola khana nahi khane ka okay khana nahi khane ka kya kisne krishna ne kabhi bola nahi hai khana mat khao krishna is saying please eat eat healthy food go do your exercises get up early in the morning be healthy is he not saying over here and always necessary and proper to maintain one's health is he not saying these words he is saying these words so it is important to remain healthy and you should be always eating proper meals we say in our marathi adi potoba mag vithoba means first satiate yourself and then come and sit in front of me and don't come and say that you know and because your satsang was there that's why i have not eaten anything don't say these words you want go and eat first and then come for the satsang nobody is denying you that so here he says you can eat you can keep food stuffs at home cook them nicely make proper meals i have people who tell me you know you know 
आई एम वेरी वेरी बॉदर्ड अबाउट द लॉर्ड सो आई हैव नॉट मेड एनी मील आई ईट वेनी फ्रूगल मील मैं खाली है ना कभी कभी राइस खाता है कभी कभी चपाती खाता है कभी कभी सिर्फ है ना ये खाता है दिस इज वॉट कृष्णा इज सेंग डोंट डू ही इज सेंग हैव सफिशेंट फूड स्टॉप्स डोंट से दैट यू नो बिकॉज ऑफ कृष्णा आई डेंट गो टू द मार्केट प्लेस नो गो टू द मार्केट प्लेस गेट प्रॉपर मील्स live a proper life eat healthy stuff you want to eat fruits you want to eat vegetables wait vegetables you want to eat pasta eat pasta you want to eat nasta you eat nasta you want to go and eat chicken tandoori ye wo sab kha sakte ho mere yahan pe sab allowed hai ha you don't want to get into controversy no so don't bother about the beef and all that okay and that is very important in my world i will not say beef khao karke kyunki that is controversial subject so don't go there okay Yes, you can eat chicken if you want. In the previous line, he has said, "No, non-veg is not allowed." So, eat. Me, I don't want to eat anything. No non-veg. Eat. Hmm? There are some people like Chitti who will be happy. Bola, me, I will get chicken curry. <laughs> okay, so it's allowed. So, have proper meals, and when the senses, mind, and the air are fit, only when you fit, feel fit. Only when you feel fit. you should contemplate the spiritual truth come to the class only when you feel fit if you feel mere ko bahut depression hai mere life mein problem hai main main toilet nahi kar sakta you know what today early in the morning at 3 3 o'clock 2:30 in the morning oh my god i saw something very dangerous they have done an operation of one man in china Okay, this man has twenty-two years old and has not been going to the toilet at all. They found, you know, huge pile of in his abdomen, and you know that person, the doctor was holding it like this. It was as good as one huge, or rather, it was more than twenty-eight kilos. Imagine that. 28 kilos and there are this kind of people in this world now think about yourself when you come to my satsang and when your mind is full of shit are you not carrying that shit with you all your bloody life why are you bringing that shit and putting it on my face i am not here to take your shit go to the doctor and get it operated All right. This is a very very important statement. So don't come to my satsang and say, "Na, Guruji, I have not eaten for you. You know, in my Bombay style, I will say, 'Abey, oh, go, you, food, eat, come, go, eat, come, 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 You know when they say pani mar in a restaurant, it you may think you know he's saying pani fake ke baar na no pani mar means give him water. <laughs> so eat proper meal. So when your senses, life, mind, air, everything is fit, then contemplate the spiritual truth. But if you have shit in your mind, I have not eaten food. I have not done this. I this is my problem. This is my problem. 
then you are not fit for spiritual truth. To be fit for spiritual truth, you need to be absolutely fit, healthy, wealthy, wise, everything. Everything in this world, perfect. Krishna is allowing you to do all these things. Go eat your food. Be happy. Be healthy. Be wise. Be everything. So your senses, mind and all should be perfect. And by understanding the truth, one will be liberated. It's only when you understand this truth that you will be liberated. But otherwise, don't be like that Chinese fellow. Okay? It's a simple understanding. So this is what we have come to. It's an end of my satsang, I think. Okay, we have got another two more minutes. So I will tell you something which I did last week. It's raining over here. It's a very beautiful rain in Goa, by the way. It's an interesting place to be. You know, sometimes, sometimes we allow ourselves to do certain things. So in my spiritual domain also, my job is to test out people. Every now and then I keep on testing them. Every now and then I give them some exercise. Actually, they don't understand how I give them an exercise. I have to see whether you are not failing in that exercise. You understand what I am saying? If an exercise is given, if, if a test is given and you know when the test results come, the teacher is distributing the test results. Do you think the teacher has a diminor where somebody has got 10 on 10, here take your test result and somebody who has got 4 or 3 marks on 10, here is your test result. Teacher doesn't do that. The teacher distributes the papers in a normal manner. He'll say, Chitti, you got 5 on 10, take this paper. Alpana, you have got 20 on 20, 10 on 10, take this paper. Raj, you have got 9 on 10. Oh, Brito, you have got 11 on 10. Oh, I don't know how you got 11 on 10. Maybe your writing is very good, that's why I gave you an extra work. <laughs> so don't get elated and don't feel bad because the teacher is not even bothered about it. She just wants you to study properly. So in my class also, I really want you all to become the best. I really want you all to be the highest of the devotee. I really want you all to be you know, a shining example to this world. Not some Aira Gaira Nattu Khaira. The whole world is full of wrong kind of people. Can you be your good self? This should always be embedded on your head, you know, over here. I have to be my good self. I have to be my good self. I have to let the world say whatever they want to. I am not going to leave that Amruta from my mouth turn into gutter water. My face should not distort or contort and become bad. Understand this? I should always be the nicest person in the world. That would mean you are doing service to Krishna. Service to Krishna means being nice to everybody. But don't forget the previous lesson. A Paramahansa is allowed to do all kinds of things. Don't forget this part. Okay? So now we have come to the end of our satsang. So thank you very much for joining. I shall see you all tomorrow.